You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I am Frank Skinner and I'm on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Um, if you text us, we'll probably, or not for sure, we'll respond. You'll have to use the number 81215. Or you can follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio. Um, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Follow the show, I just suggest you can hear it to mm. me, rather than yeah. actually... Uh, yeah, by the Nazarene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, morning, uh, Jim. Morning. Morning, Richie. Morning, Peter. We've had a question already, Frank. Ah. This is from Henners from Gravesend. Okay. Morning, Frank and the gang. How old is too old to enjoy programmes like The Simpsons? Kind regards. Henners from Gravesend. I think you're all right at any age with The Simpsons as Mm. long as you avoid in everyday conversation saying... (laughs) (laughs) It's like that episode of The Simpsons, isn't it, when... Don't do that. Well, can I just add... Or Seinfeld. Or... Or Curb. Or Curb curb Your Enthusiasm. Avoid. If you're going to use an example from a TV show, go a little bit obscure. You know, try and... Try and... um, Say, um, it ain't half hot, mum. I would say it ain't it's half hot, like, mum. It's like that bit. episode of Ain't Half Hot. It mom. is, yeah. <laughs> where, uh, yeah, that now that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. I'm trying to think of a episode where that would work. <laughs> you know, it's like that episode of uh, It Ain't Half Hot, mum, where the sergeant major says, "Oh, lovely boy," <laughs> and then you know you got like you could say that if you saw the same one of those, you know the. Um, Diet Pepsi. If you're a group of women at work and there's a, there's a builder with no shirt on outside, you could say it's like that episode, isn't it? Of, uh, and then do the old lovely boy thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you get back those shoulders, you lovely boy. You could do all that. See, <laughs> so then people think, oh, really unusual reference. Yeah, yeah. What a change! No, curb simp sign. They won't know. Hot mum, the snowflakes. No, yeah, I don't think they will. But they learn. This well, whole chat reminds caveat. me of. Um, Sorry, this, Al. This whole chat reminds me of an episode of Birds of a Feather. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry, I said that looking at you, didn't I? Didn't you mean really that. did look at me. What, what does that make, Frank? <laughs> it's, who's, the, who's the main male in Birds of a Feather? I know exactly who the main male is. Question. No, I know it. He's played by an actor called Peter Polycarpu. Oh. Thank you. He, he ended up in prison, though. I believe. In, in the, the real world? No, in, no, not in the real world, in the show. Oh, OK. Yeah. But I've got I a caveat with the cartoons. Please don't watch them after 7pm, because that just makes me want to end my world. Oh, really? I, if I go into someone's house and there are cartoons on after 7 o'clock, I just feel ill. Do you think, oh, we should be watching Channel 4 News, guys? Is I that just what you don't think? watch cartoons, it's depressing. I, I think The Simpsons well, is a gift that keeps giving. Okay. I think it's all right. It's, it's, it's tremendous work. Yeah. Just keep it to yourself. Late, late review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. we started with an early late review, haven't we? Co- coincidentally, we were playing a game this morning with a, a, a book. There's a book. <laughs> of, He's um, doing it. Photographs of comedians, uh, and everyone is accompanied by not everyone's accompanied by a joke. Some some of the comedians. Uh, can't come up with one joke. <laughs> I haven't got one. They just had a picture of themselves. They have a picture saying, if I come with a joke, I'll email you. You can do it, put it in in post. <laughs> um, but um, the joke I do, I'm going to do it now. Oh, yeah. Well, the joke that you're in the book the with. The joke I'm in the book with. Well, I read it out. I should, I should plug the book. I can't reach it. It's um, 
the producer has not really been like my, right, my right hand person today. Comedians versus. It's called, it's by Steve Best, who yeah. is a former um, is is a comic, but it's also is a former support act of mine. It's called Joker Face. Oh. Mm. Over four hundred and fifty comedians share their best one liners. Now he never said to me it had to be my best one liner, mm. and great for the comedians who haven't come up with a joke at all. That's made them look ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, mine is a man goes into a doctor's. And says, doctor, doctor, which you have to say in a joke, by the way. Mm. Um, I'm having trouble hearing people. And the guy says, OK, can, can you tell me the symptoms? And he says, Homer, Marge, Bart. Mm. Uh, now, obviously, slightly, um, I've slightly uh, telegraphed it by we talking about <laughs> the Simpsons. But yeah. obviously, it's a great joke. Yeah. I don't think anyone's arguing with that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's eight, also... 8.12.15, just in case there is anyone arguing. As well as it being a great joke, it's also an example of how you can um, discuss the symptoms, the Simpsons... <laughs> In um, in public <laughs> without looking like a, a cup. absolute 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 radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What was we talking about? Oh, Mainly your jokes. Oh, Just yeah. that great joke that you did. Now there's there's lots of really good jokes in the book uh, and nice pictures of comedians. I think you should get it. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, it's one of those books. I'm a bit worried about the spine. Yes. You know when you get a book that's a fat book and you think... The content Whoa. weighs heavy on the spine. Is the spine going to take it? Mm. But we'll, we'll hope for the best. I quite like a buckle when it buckles. Do you? Mm. I don't like it when you've got, like, three, two or three blocks <laughs> of the same book. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Where it's separated. Nightmare. Oh, yeah. Nightmare! <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a little... A uh, uh, couple of slices of life... From my domestic life, I got okay. up. I got up this morning, and it was still dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going past my son's bedroom, and I heard just a little bit of not, just a little bit of rustling in the in yeah. the sheets. Like it was just you know. So I put my head round the door, and he was lying like half asleep. I put my head round the door just to have a little look at him before I went to work. Oh. And he went. <laughs> <laughs> didn't go quite like I was planning. Like you were Jack Skellington. Oh, man, absolutely scared the excrement out of it. It's a fine line between a sweet parenting moment and terror, isn't it? Yeah, it's just their head, my gaunt, my gaunt expression. And, oh, but Jacob man. Marley had pitched up. It did, I felt bad about it, really. Reminds oh, me of the time I once, uh, I once overreached on um, trying to scare some hiccups out of my son during his bedtime story <laughs> instead just terrified him for a whole night he's in therapy what now what did you do suddenly sort of leap at him or something? Yeah, yeah I did boo shot the, shot, slam the book on his face <laughs> yeah, I did a surprise boo in the middle of oh. a sentence of a child's story whoops I ate a surprise boo yes oh yeah um but um I, oh, yeah, the other one was in, in yeah. the more, uh, the, the sort of, uh, f- uh, the bobbly end of my uh, life. Okay. I was at, um, I was at the opera this week. Lovely. I was at the opera and... Um, I imagine you're like there opera? in the box, like one of those Muppets. Oh, do you know what? I like a bit of opera. You do, don't you? I do. It's like, it's like a musical with PMT. <laughs> <laughs> It's got lovely things, songs, but there's terrible things, terrible, 
Frightening. Yeah, that could go in the joke. But for the, those people who don't have a joke. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. Tell them people on me. It's actually quite right in that day. It's beautiful. It's, beautiful. it's a wild yeah. view. Anyway. Don't let those other ones steal it from What I need to stop doing is analysing my own remarks this morning. And people, it turns people against you. When you say this morning, I mean, you've been doing yeah. I mean this years. isn't the first, anyway. your first time at the an- analysis radio. It's nice to be able to stand back <laughs> and admire excellence. Anyway. I was at the opera, and um, Richard E. Grant was um, there. And I've worked with Richard E. Grant. Oh, sure. This is like most people's dreams. He was on the art art show that I do. Oh, yeah. And uh, now he's got a forehead. He put his head around there. You can't just say that about people. No, no, no he's, he he's a handsome that. man. I mean, piercing blue. He's a really handsome it's man. Lovely. Did he have a scar- actor- actorly scarf? Um, I'm not sure. It- oh, he must have had. Come on. He must have had. What am I even thinking about? Yeah. He must have had a scarf. Come on. Jeremy Irons had a oh. black power <laughs> jumper with a chain over the top. <laughs> Come on, actor. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, um, I... So I thought I know Richard E. Grant enough to say hello. And I like to say hello to anyone who's been in Doctor Who, basically, if they're around. So I just tapped him on the shoulder and said, uh, hello, Richard. And he turned around, he grabbed my hand, and he went, how are you? And then he turned and walked away <laughs> immediately. <laughs> it was like hit-and-run friendliness. I mean, absolutely lit up. How are you? Gone. <laughs> it, um, I what, love I, I that. Thought, well, hold on. You never, you never waited for my reply. Yeah. Well, that's like that's like the uh, the clergy do that, Frank. You told us. Well, I mean, the clergy on the Sunday morning they do the sh- handshake <laughs> with the other hand on the shoulder, <laughs> so you're moved you along down the conveyor belt. But I mean, they've got. But I mean, this honestly, it was it was the contrast. <laughs> it was like a, a supernova of friendliness. Um, suddenly um, got, went into a black hole. May I ask a question? Are, you, are you certain that he recognised you? Do you think? <laughs> no, I'm not certain that <laughs> he right. recognised me. He might have been saying Stephen Tompkinson. I can't shake the man off. <laughs> it was this. This is a man who has to get on a ladder to cut his own fringe. <laughs> remember. <laughs> Poland this week. Oh, you Hello. went to Poland. <laughs> I went to Poland. Nestrovia. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I thought I'd have a look round Europe before we're. Um, Not in it. Banished. <laughs> I don't know if we'll be actually banished, but. Um, I don't think we will. I think we're self banished, maybe. Yeah. I've been self banished for a long time. No. Is that what you get? Why turkeys are self basted? <laughs> Anyway, self-basting, that's what it is. Goodness me. It was in there somewhere. So tell us about Poland. Well, uh, turns out... Turns it's out, Radio 4. Yeah, no, you have to say, so Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Tell us right. about Poland. Um, <clears throat> turns out it's an hour ahead. No way. OK. Who knew? Was that your only finding? I thought that they'd stopped all that with Europe. What no, I think a lot of Europe is an hour ahead. But why is that? Well... Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, boss, why is that? But I do like that. I like it like when you're on a plane and you're changing your... Uh, <laughs> you're easily pleased. You're going to Australia, love. Oh, yeah. I know, but I, I love changing the... I'll just get the watch. And then, yeah. But when, all the time we was there, we are saying, the bus got up at 7 o'clock, English time will pass. I'll just join in. <laughs> I couldn't help thinking... <laughs> 
Bear with us. Punchline coming. Um, Lovely. Yes, there isn't enough um, live harmonica on um, radio, I always think. Yes, the times are, are a changing. They um, really when are. When you go from one country to the other in that Europe. That was very well played. Thank That's you well so played. much. I was quite impressed thanks, by that. Thanks, Me guys. Too. Um, I wish I had I've got a jingle to uh, celebrate it. Here's one. Here it comes. <laughs> that's, that's my harmonica playing. Um, yeah. I, um... So you were there for... We, we flew to Gdansk. Oh, lovely. We flew to, um, Lekvoetska. Yeah. Airport. I don't, I don't know any of these Do you remember Lekvoetska? I do. No. Oh, come on. Solidarity? I feel... So, yeah, Solidarność. Solidarność. We had a sticker on our car. All the things that happened in Europe with um, the, the end of the Soviet Union, which obviously oh, yeah. I've got mixed feelings about, but um, he had a massive that, tash. The war, the war, massive tash. Yes, massive you don't get them tash. like that anymore. I mean, he had like a real big, proper, like a real adult Europe, channel and tash, you could, and you knew it smelled of roll-ups. Yeah, his tash. Right, but he was like a union leader, and he was basically the man who began that <clears> whole process. Forget your Gorbachevs. Mm. Forget like, who. Like, I've forgotten went. him. In fact, I thought of Lech Wałęsa earlier this morning. There was an advert on this very station. Kind for, of Polish um, Arthur Scargill. For um, is it called Oxoba? Is that what they oh, call right. it? All right, yeah, yeah. And you have and you have a stop drinking. You stop for drinking a for a whole month. Is it Stoptober? Is it oh. Stoptober? Well, it should be. I'm just Oxober making... is actually better. <laughs> Oxober. And that's my, mis- my mistakes are better than things that other people get paid for. <laughs> put, put that in your joke book. Oxober. Put that in your jingle. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. My mistakes are better than things other people get paid for. <laughs> Every Saturday, Frank Skinner. <laughs> if he had a Twitter page, that would be his bio. Um, I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> so, is someone writing that down? Get that I'm down. Just, uh, can you nip to the bakery and get me a slice of humble pie? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, uh, anyway, so, um, yes. So I was listening to the Ox... What's it called? Stoptober, no, darling. No, Stoptober. OK. Not as good. Uh, the, <laughs> you can't just point out everything that you didn't invent and, and say not as good. And I thought to myself... <laughs> uh, it's, it's talking about not drinking for a month. I had my last drink September the 24th, 1986. Yeah. And I thought to myself when I heard about... Um, Stoptober. Ox, ox, Oxober. <laughs> I thought to myself, this is how Lakvoetska must feel when it's when it's Movember. <laughs> and now here we are talking about his airport. In my end is my beginning. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Um, we've been... Um, Picked up or pulled up on the pronunciation, some pronunciation here. There is no K in Lech Valesa's name. Oh, it's Lech. There's no, but don't you know, say Voeska. Doing so, you have made his surname female. Please get your pronunciation oh, right. Well, I mean, with that moustache, <laughs> it would have to be uh, the wife of Muhammad Ali's brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something different. There's a little obscure reference yeah. there. <laughs> if different. you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so is that from a Polish person or yes, it's just from a Anya Lepkowska. Okay, so um, Lekwawesa. Okay, so okay. we went, we flew to Gdansk 
airport from Luton. But when I was at Luton, oh, yeah. I went through, you know, security and um, the lady, you know, your fingers back through machine, lady came over and said that we need to search your bag completely. Mm. I said, what's the problem? She said, there's something in it that we're not, um, we're not happy about. Really? I said, uh, what is it? She said, well, we can't really tell you what it is. I said, well, just tell me what it is. She said, OK, there seems to be a gun in your bag. <gasps> and I thought about saying, no, I'm just pleased to see it. But I thought, <laughs> they, don't like, they don't like comedy at security. No. Save that for the, the little joke book. Yeah. yeah. One of those other ones can have it. Um, <laughs> so I said, I don't, I don't think that... I found myself saying, I don't think there's a gun in my bag. Yeah. I don't, did I pack a gun? I don't think I packed a gun. <clears throat> Um, but it is a bit anxious making. Oh, yeah. Turned out... A bit. I had bought um, a, a Star Wars um, comic for Boss. And you know when you buy oh, comics yeah. now, oh. they come in like a plastic bag <clears throat> which has got toys in it yeah. that you get yeah. free with a comic. And including a, um, a Rebel Alliance rocket launcher. <laughs> Oh. Which did look like a gun. I mean, fair play. I didn't even. I hadn't even opened. You know, I hadn't. I hadn't opened. I put a small hole in the outer bag. Just, it's just a. Catholic, yeah. It's a Catholic. Thing. Yeah. Um, oh, but um, the whole idea was, I was keeping this comic as a surprise to give Buzz on the plane. Right. And obviously, Buzz was with you. Yeah. So he looked at me. Ah, and I said, I have to say, you have ruined the surprise <laughs> I was going to do. With this magazine. Did I get an apology? Did I buffalo? No. Well, um, airport security, come I'm on. I know, more. but airport security... Yeah. Well, they're not interested in spoiler alerts. I mean... No. <laughs> yeah, but you'd think that people for a living who did um, internal exam... The old rubber glove yeah. internal examinations <laughs> would have a sense of the... <laughs> you know, if if you find drugs during one of those internals, you must go da da when you take it out. Surely, it's, it's the essential big reveal, isn't it? Oh, they're dreaming of one of those uh, paper bunches of flowers. That's what they dream of finding. <laughs> but um, so they completely spoilt the um, surprise. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. I mean, I got nothing against the people at Luton Airport, but I wish they'd have just. Been quite been a bit more discreet about my hidden. How gone. was how was the uh, Ross Abbott Atmos after that? Um, I mean, we, did she sort of laugh and say, "Oh, sorry"? No, she was very professional. She was, you know, she was. I mean, I think it's fair enough if you're on airport security and you see what looks like a gun. Yeah, it's all right to bring it up. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't object to that. But I, she didn't seem to the funny side of the fact that it was a Rebel Alliance rocket launcher. No, it's. It's a strange thing that should not really be for sale in an airport, isn't it? Like fake guns. Um, well, they're very ser- they are serious. I remember being with my uh, godchildren once, and Harvey had some toy he was carrying through, and the man yelled at him and said, "Hey, hey, come on! Pokemon's got to go through security too." <laughs> oh, well, he yelled at Pokemon. Rules but that's, quite, that's quite nice that he used the name in a, in a familiar <laughs> way. Um, if she'd have said to me as I walked away, the force be with you, for example, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd have thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Or even gone... <laughs> been great. That would have just been tiredness, surely. Oh, well, it could have been. Maybe, I mean, you know, I'm saying this, maybe she'd just done an 18-hour shift. Couple of internals. Mm. <laughs> you know. The, the, the fingertips did look a bit wrinkly. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
So um, we get we we're at, we're at Gdansk Airport. We get picked up by a Polish driver. Lovely. And um, Kathy's my partner. Kath was saying, uh, "Of um, we've been to Poland before." And he goes, "Oh, okay. You know, we you know went to Krakow. Oh, yeah, okay." And he, she said, the, "Your food's very funny, isn't it?" And I thought, "Don't don't do that." How was 1973? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he said, uh, "What do you mean?" She said, "It's just funny." So I think I thought it was very funny. Your food. It's colourful, isn't it? I think she tried to pull it round. <laughs> Colourful, it's good. Did she say and he eat said, the rainbow? Uh, and he point? said, uh, of course. He said, um, I think your food is funny. <laughs> I thought, oh, what, where is this going to go now? <laughs> For, Did you say, uh, we've been here seven minutes, no trouble? 45 minute drive. <laughs> I think, what about your food? <laughs> and um, I thought, oh, yeah. And she said, oh, well, I suppose I have. He said, yes, what about you? For breakfast, egg, bacon and haggis. <laughs> oh, nice. I thought, what? Hmm? I said, no, I don't think. He says, yes, that is it in England, egg, bacon, <laughs> haggis. I think that is funny. <laughs> so um, I we left it there, which I, yeah. um, I thought was a good idea. So we had the... Um, He's got a point. What, what, have you ever had egg, bacon and haggis for breakfast, ever? I'm sure, well, I mean, I'll go over to our Scottish correspondent. I, I certainly have. But, um, there you go. But it's hardly, a, it's a, not a mountain. It's not the trad. Yeah. The English, English he kept saying, that's no, no. it in England, yeah. egg, bacon, haggis. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he was big enough for me to think, yeah, oh, yeah, that thing we have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anyway. I think his point, it's a funny meal, the breakfast. Even the idea of breakfast being a meal that's different from all the others is funny. And I didn't odd. mean it wasn't me who started the funny food thing. No, you I know. We're all different. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Anyway, we, we went to the... Uh, it was a brilliant wedding. It was a wedding was in the castle. Oh, that's good. Well, I know, I know, it's serious. I've heard um, from Roland, my builder, tells me that... He says, if you go to a wedding in Poland, Emily, he said there's a bottle of vodka in front of each seat. Well, there was... what there was. They were around... You know, they get water on the table. There mm. was bottles of vodka like that. I mean, mm. there was a lot no. of... But there's a lot of food at a Polish wedding, and they said to me, here's the sort of thing people say, it's very good for your digestion, vodka. <laughs> So if you keep drinking vodka, you'll be able to eat more food. Great. So great, I really want to eat more food. I come from a country with a national obesity crisis. Um, And alcohol problems, so, you know. But it was... um, I can honestly say I could have gedansked all night. Very good. And still have asked Warsaw. Oh! Come if on! I, if I lived in Gdansk, how often would I do the Gdansk? You'd be absolutely ah. unbearable. Oh, what a Gdansk could somebody. It would never end. <laughs> it would never end. And I wouldn't be able to resist it ever. There's certain jokes I cannot resist. Every, t- every time someone says to me, who hasn't seen me for a while, how's your little one? I always say, how dare you? <laughs> always. <laughs> always. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Uh, so, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. Come on! <laughs> Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. All are acceptable options. We, um, we've had a text about someone who's had a similar airport experience. Oh, OK. 
just a, a slight lack of humour with some of the personnel. Well, like I said, I don't wish to generalise, but. I, I suppose one tends not to do bants, mega bants, with someone who you think has got a, a gone in their room. What's different with the check in desk? What was his name? Jeremy. You remember that man? He became a celebrity as a result of working at the airport. Anyway, one of oh, Jeremy right. Irons. No. Jeremy off airport. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy off airport. That was the surname. Do you know yeah. Jeremy Irons? No, but thanks for the tip. <laughs> <laughs> a good person to go on holiday with. <laughs> oh, for me, lovely. Yeah. Uh, 904, good morning. The way I learnt airport staff don't joke is when I said to the guy whose job it is to test if perfume is safe by spraying it... <laughs> What does your wife think when you come home smelling of ladies' perfume? <laughs> Perfectly decent question. And he Good. replied with, no, she knows where I work. <laughs> I mean, wow. come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, respect. <laughs> in a way, in a way, the absolute bulletproof lack of humour is to be respected. You see, the thing about that is that no joke could get through that, could yeah. there? No joke. My no. dog's got no nose. How does it smell? <laughs> Terrible. No, no, but <laughs> what I mean is, how is it able to, to, to detect smells? I think I know. I mean, it, it kills everything. Kills all known jokes. It does. Um, oh, anyway, so I'm in Poland. I've looked up. Yeah, you oh, looked yeah. up. Um, so, Gdansk. Yeah. Um, not, not now, but maybe later. <laughs> I've just sat down. <laughs> I told you I wouldn't be able to stop. He's never going to stop with his dirty Gdanskin. You're asking. So, um, (laughs) I like like a a, a wedding. I like all the symbolism of a wedding. They have different things there. They um, they fired a cannon. No, they didn't. The bride wasn't in it. (laughs) They didn't know. Yeah, human cannonball. Be great. Oh, that would be better than walking up the aisle, wouldn't it? Down the aisle. Pity was that the veil came off about 35 yards into her trajectory. That was quite an episode of Don't Tell the Bride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so you can quote that, fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's just, I don't know what it is. They, t- they take it out and the, gr- the groom has to, has to light it. Um, I don't know if it's some sort of statement of... Um, huh? um, if it's some sort of wedding night thing. Right. But anyway, so the cannon is fired into the mid-distance. Mm. Um and they did that thing with the broken glass. You know that one when you throw... They, 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 they drink from a glass of champagne and throw it over their shoulder. Mm. You seen that at weddings? And it breaks. And no, it smashes on the floor and I've someone has to come that. and then... I've seen that in pubs in West Bromwich. And then yeah. when, the, when the drunken women at about one o'clock in the morning take their shoes off because their heels are killing them, there's oh. blood, blood trails all over the floor no. from, from the sheds of broken glass. Is that right? No. He's kidding on that bit. He must well, be. the smashing the glasses is a big thing. They do it at the Jewish weddings. But what weddings. does it mean? Oh, I don't yeah, know. but in the, I went to a Jewish wedding... And they wrapped, off. they wrapped it, yes. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> Russell who? <laughs> no, yes. I, and, and they wrap it in a, like a napkin. A and napkin. this is just chuck it on the floor. To hell mm. with it. And, of course, the greatest ever, I think, symbolic representation of, of marriage, um, both a, a male and female hand on the same knife handle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was perfect imagery. Beautiful. But it was... Um, Here's a, you know when we do, uh, every now and again I have a... Excellent. Esperanto. Oh, lovely. That's what we needed. That was what we needed. The international language. International, international in that it's 
spoken by no yeah. one all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth has happened to Esperanto? It was going to be so big and it would have come in so handy. Yeah. It's great for travel. If oh, you know, if I'm you know sure the answer to hear. this. Yeah, 8, 12, 15. Yeah, do let us know um, what happened to um, Esperanto. <laughs> Yeah, let's see Christian O'Connell do that one. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, I'll, just to wind up my Poland adventure, the next morning we had, um, which something I, I think happens in England, the wedding breakfast, does it? Yeah. It's because mm. we all stayed at the same place. Yeah. The next morning, went down into the hotel, and everyone, more or less, everyone had been there the night before, including the bride and groom. Were I all... think that's nice, though. It was lovely. They should be there for the post mortem, not dash off at five pm <laughs> exactly. in a bad hat. And it's right. also nice, to, you know, it's like they're in their civvies again yeah. after all the grand yeah, yeah. It's nice. So um, that was lovely, and we went down, and um, you know, when you you go abroad, and there's like for breakfast, there's like cake and stuff. And they said there's English section over there. So we went over to the English section. <laughs> there was, there it's was, like a small world. There were three <laughs> three metal containers. I am not making this up. Eggs, bacon, <gasps> haggis. No way. I swear. I swear to you. Well, you can see how the myth has caught on now. I mean, it's it? absolutely caught on. <laughs> the English section, eggs, bacon, haggis. Lovely. So, was uh, it good haggis? You know what? It was great. Because great with eggs and bacon. Yeah. Does it? Brilliant. Very good. So, um, yeah. We've had some intel on from 690. It's a stupid oh. thing to say if you're not listening. Yeah. Can't hear <laughs> but, me. Yeah. 690, the broken glass thing. The shards represent the amount of years the marriage will last. If it doesn't break, your wedding is doomed. Oh. Oh dear! What if you didn't even throw it? Is your wedding doomed? Wow, you might. Yeah, exactly. Well, now then, you haven't even tried. I'm going to have no. to throw my wife. That's, you'd have <laughs> Start to do breaking that. those glasses. We don't do any of these traditions. If that was no. one of those ma- marriages, like to keep someone in the country, you wouldn't throw the glass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good Chris. info here from eight five six. Psalm one three seven holds the answer to the glass breaking shenanigans. Apparently. Does it? They're not going to tell us any more than That's that. It. No. I, oh, I, I think like it's that. one of those. Oh, they're so uh, enigmatic. It just so happens I do have my Holy Bible app, so I can look at <laughs> it. Do you actually? Do you get Psalm alerts? Really. Do you get Psalm alerts? I do get Psalm alerts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we have to get Armageddon alerts. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had one yet, but if I get one, I'll, uh, I'll forward it to you. <laughs> um, there's been a few people saying that airport security staff don't have a sense of humour. We've covered those. I think they probably do. They're probably professionally told not to. You know, yeah. I'm interested in balance. 628 has texted, Schiphol in Holland, the security staff are very friendly and pleasant. Worth going there just, just for that. <laughs> yeah. Just for that. You to get balance. I could go there and I could have a crossbow um, in the bag just, just for some bants, mega bants. <laughs> <laughs> try, don't try it on my uh, <laughs> on my recommendation. I believe there's a thing in the absolute. Um, mm. d- the thing we had to sign this week about what we say on absolute. <laughs> I'm telling people about. Yeah. Can you all say that? <laughs> well. Sorry, but I think it said don't encourage people to carry um, hand weapons <laughs> in their it's luggage. I think that was was that 17 A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. Just after the. Uh, well, we won't. We won't, we won't. <laughs> 
<laughs> we won't read it out, but I don't even do drugs. Why would I tell other people to? <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. This is a sentence that I want to say almost every week on this show, but we need to speak more about Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's one of his, Frank, one of his friends. You know why? I'll cuss on the martial arts stuff. Oh, martial arts. Those cats yeah. are fast I, as lightning. I dip my toe in the water <laughs> of martial arts uh, participation and... Uh, and stars as Stephen Seagal. He's broken the internet this week, you, you hasn't he? dwell on the mat. I dwell on the mat a little. I go to the day class, guys, all right? Yeah. Um, he and, likes uh, kung fu fighting too. Well, this is a bit of a worry for me, because Stephen Seagal has uh, been interviewed by, uh, what's his name? Um, Peace Morgan. Piers Morgan. Oh, has he name? called him? Yeah. Peace. Peace Morgan. Did he? He's... Look, Peace. And Susanna Reid. And Susanna Reid. That's the one that Peace Morgan does that's not the crying show, it's the troll show. Yes, not the crying show. He does crying or troll. That's right. He even trolls Seagal <laughs> at the end of the interview by saying, what films have you got coming out? Like, the absolute... I mean, he's got, of course he's got no good films coming out. He hasn't he had, had a good film come out for 25 years he or had, something. He had, one up his, uh, he had one up his sleeve, though, didn't he? He, he said, did. oh, I've just made one in Asia or something. He did. And he it was quite a sleeve it. with that mandarin, <laughs> black well. satin mandarin effect. Yes, Apparently his jacket became, like, a, his look, his overall look became a trending topic or a chat on the old uh, internet. He said it was the best film he'd made for years, by the way. The, uh, what, that film? I like to think that it's good, but no cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Trayvon. He basically Trayvon. looked like the Count on Sesame Street. He, One, ah, ah, ah. What, That's what, what he's he looked done like. now, he's, he's... He's looked up. He's edited out all the grey... Mm. And oh, gone yeah. black, so he's got black going. Really, black, and that sort of widow's peak hair that he's always had. What Eddie Munster? Yeah, exactly. Very um, Count Docula. <laughs> yeah. So he's got Very that, hard. and then he's wearing black glasses. So he, I tell you what, he reminded me. Did you ever have one of those iron filings men thing <laughs> where you move the? It's like a ball yeah. man. You move yes. the iron filings, and you can give them beards, and th- he looked like that because it was all the same colour. But was he always like this? I mean, his accent. He was talking about Vlad. He was talking relatively normally. He was saying, "You see the whole thing with Trump here, and then you have Vladimir Putin." <laughs> no, no, but he, we should say he has taken um, Russian citizenship. He has. December twenty sixteen, it happened. And we've discussed this before. Do you remember mm. Gerard Depardieu yep. took it? I think it's done on collar size. <laughs> yeah. It has to be over 25 for your collar size to do it. They, they're all those sorts of big blokes who you wouldn't want to be, you know, stuck in a lift with. Yeah. 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 But you wouldn't mind being, if, if a fight went off, you wouldn't mind being... I call them, could have been a game. lorry driver had things not happened, worked yeah. out. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, um, yeah, a bit just on the edge of B.O. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would yes. say. Yes. When you're that big, it's so much territory to, to yeah. clear with, with um, deodorant <laughs> and stuff. And also you've got folds that other people don't have. Well, you need yeah. a can a day, really. Well, I mean, it, yeah, you need sandblasting. Yeah. Which is an old industrial process. But I do feel for him about the Vladimir Putin thing. Cause can you pronounce Vladimir it properly, please? Putin. That's how he said <laughs> That's it. That's it, Frank. But I think if he's lived in Russia for 
you know, a year or thereabouts, he's probably picked up a little bit of the tune of the accent, and so now oh, he's saying on, it that's like the all with a rush. It's a bit like when I said Bolognese, and you guys <laughs> made fun of me for a whole show, and then the following week had to apologise. I think we might, next week, have to apologise to Stephen Seagal. Oh, I think he got it right. And also, oh, if right. you consider the sentence he says most, is probably, I'm friends with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> um, then he's yeah. going to have that very well, very well, very well versed. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. So, Stephen Seagal bonded with Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over their martial art, the love of martial arts. Is that right? Yes, it is. <laughs> Come on I mean, now, does... you could move to... It does throw up some odd friendships, you know. I've I've got friends that I probably wouldn't have if they didn't do the uh, the arts martial. I can imagine now that that Putin and Seagal could have gone on in other contexts. They've got. I think so. Yeah. I think I think Putin is genuinely um, a judo guy. He, yeah. I think I he's written it. a book about judo. Putin. <laughs> he started playing ice hockey apparently when he was sixty. I think. Right. Really? Which is a weird thing. And now he plays, like, in public games, he plays, like, in friendlies and stuff. I imagine those are some tentative challenges from the other players. Yes, well, exactly. <laughs> but it's like Idi Amin was undisputed heavyweight champion of Uganda <laughs> for many years. But if you think about it, everything Idi Amin did in Uganda <laughs> was undisputed. Yes. Yeah. For obvious reasons. When um, Piers Morgan said... At the end. Do you remember that joke about Idi Amin's got a new, um, a new microwave? It's a four-seater. Go and carry on. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember yet, it all. I think, it really. pe- I think he ate people. Oh, I see. <laughs> Go on, carry on. Um, he said, "It's can I just say, it's an honour to have a movie star of your stature live on Good Morning Britain. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, was that sarca- sarcastic or did he actually mean that? I felt... Piers had a sarcastic tongue-in-cheek tone throughout. I, I see. I thought he was surprisingly nice to him. I wonder if 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 Piers Morgan. Well, they both like Trump. Got, has he got one eye on the Moscow move? Oh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if he's big enough. He needs to. Uh, he Eat needs more. to bulk up. Drink more vodka. <laughs> With cigar, is it muscle or has he has he got fat? Has I, got... Text in eight twelve fifteen. Well, he's not. Um, He's not one of the uh, the muscly martial arts guys. He's, no, he's one he's, of the... He, he does Aikido, which is considered a soft martial art, if I may. Um, yeah. You know. Hey! And he'll, he'll take the chips out of your hand. Like, like, <laughs> he like, will, yeah, yeah. Like any seagull. Uh, that's mainly... <laughs> <laughs> hey, this could, he... We couldn't have this conversation without a seagull, <laughs> seagull joke. Come on. Is he one of... That's what I can't work out with him, though. Is he one of those nine items or less? Oh. You know, like, well, name some Seagal films. Um, Under Siege. Anything else? I've, no, but oh, I Oh, Daisy, the producer's a fan. She's not. I me. think if you like Seagal, though, you don't... You're not looking for the the the, 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 the prongs on the graph. You're just looking for that. You know what you're getting, and it's action-adventure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I just can't name any of them. No, we can't no. name them, but I bet there are a lot. If you're a Seagal fan, there'll be... Um, you still want more, I Don't would Don't text in yeah. loads of films. There yes. is a weird moment in the interview where he's criticising the American footballers that have taken a knee, you know, when yes. they kneel down. Yeah. Um, and he says it's an insult to the flag, and he says... 
I myself have risked my life many times for the American yeah, flag. Yeah, well, I wondered about, does he really <laughs> in films? No, I think, I'm not sure he knows he's in films. How <laughs> oh, no. I think he's living through these moments. Oh, like, he's a dangerous fantasist. Like, what a missy. Well, I wondered it's about that. It's a shame, I thought, was he, was he in the military, Seagal? No, well, he, he thinks he's really doing well, it. Here's an actual fact about Stephen Seagal. <laughs> he does hold a sheriff's licence in the States. Oh, OK. Was that? that was there like was when Elvis. There was a documentary on him where he went around being a being a sheriff. Yeah, no. but can, can you, if you're a Russian citizen, can you still hold a sheriff's? I don't no, think Al, that's do a bit like when Elvis had that FBI badge, isn't it? <laughs> well, Elvis had, had a special like, drugs agent um, thing. <laughs> but he's ironic. All, but he was also a sheriff in, in a few places. That's why he, there's a famous picture, well, it's mm. not famous, it's my favourite <laughs> picture of Elvis. And it's him in a leather jacket and shades on at a car, an evening car, a car crash in the middle of the night. He's got shades and a leather jacket. And he's turned up, he's picked it up on his radio and he's, tur- he's picked it up to uh, investigate the situation. No, to make the story even more perfect, you're using the footballers' tents when discussing yes. it. I know, but can I just the the idea of being in you've been in a car crash and you look up <laughs> and you say to the bloke who's cutting you out with oxyacetylene equipment, it's Elvis. <laughs> that that doesn't get any better than that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've been talking about Stephen Seagal this we morning. Have. I'm still a little worried because people mocked his jacket and. I have a very similar jacket. <laughs> with the mandarin yeah. collar. I've got a Nehru corduroy. Oh, nice. It is nice, but well, now I'm worried that I'm, you know, I'm in too many bits of the same bit of the Venn diagram as Stephen Seagal. Aging martial artist chic, I call it. But you don't have the collar size. No, it's no. not. Exactly. Yeah. I think you'll be all, all right. All the neck size. <laughs> and you don't have a backdrop of St. Petersburg permanently behind you on a green screen. Actually, I do when I'm not here. That's he was so in Santa Monica, wasn't he? <laughs> he wasn't in Russia. No, I can sympathise with that, that weird Russian yearning. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think he might be a nice friend for you two. Mm. The love of Russia and the love of the... Um, I would bond with him over the Kung martial Fu. arts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine me and him when we talk about our song... Hey Stephen, you look beautiful tonight Is that a hat or is it? Is that a medieval skull cap or is it your hair? (laughs) Um, Apparently he's a musician as well, he's got a lot of guitars Oh. Yeah. I can't mention ISIS. <laughs> Marry him, why don't you? I discovered that, you know this thing I've got for the old Soviet days? Yeah. Uh, it's, um, I've discovered there is a term for it they use in, in Berlin. It's called Ostalgia. Oh. Is that right? Because Ost being German for East. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, so come other, on, other, that's fantastic. Yeah, other people get it as well. It's like... Um, it's quite a good pun. Ostalgia. It is, yeah, fair, mm. fair. I think they'd probably say Ostalgie in, uh, in, in German, but I'm, you oh, know, I've, 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 I've bowdlerised it. It'd be Ostalgia. a rare person to pick you up on that. <laughs> well, you know, you know what our, our readers are like. Well, but actually, it'd be yeah, a good... We've got a few um, corrections to come. Yeah. It'd be a good texting, I think, missing thing, things that you miss that you shouldn't miss. Do you know what I mean? Because oh, we yeah. shouldn't really miss Soviet Russia, because obviously there's a lot of terribleness come out of it. But mm. it was so cool. <laughs> okay, keep it light. Um, <laughs> 
Oh, missile on a lorry, I know, I know. <laughs> Don't worry, that's still alive and well in North Korea. Oh, thank goodness that's for North good, Korea. That's a good one ever Phrases you to. never hear. Missile on a lorry. <laughs> um, this is Frank Skinner. But do you know things you miss? Like I'm, I, like I miss missing things. For oh, example, right. yeah, you yeah. know, because in, in the age of Sky Plus and mm. YouTube, you don't miss anything. Yeah. I used to go to school if I missed, a, you know, say if I missed Doctor Who, and the kids would tell me blow yeah. by blow what had happened. That was lovely, lovely uh-huh. oral tradition. It's like that episode of Kirby Enthusiasm. Oh. <laughs> 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 Seagull alert! I was. Um, what else do I miss? I tell you what, I also miss conversation, long conversations based on ignorance. What do you mean? When, like, like some, you'd, you'd, you'd be telling someone about um, what some actor had done or something. Mm. Oh, like right. the Seagal thing, now, we'd have talked about him being in the army. You'd have had a vague memory of he was actually mm. in Vietnam or something. Whereas now you just Google it. Yeah. yeah. Kills it. But then you could branch out. Yeah. Well, the use, uh, use fact as a springboard, but you're not yeah. restrained by it. The certainty kills off the creativity somewhat. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'd like... So, what do you miss that you shouldn't miss? <laughs> also, of course, the magical world of drunkenness. Yeah. That I really miss bullying, wolf whistling. But I went to a fabulous <laughs> exhibition at the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've just said wolf whistling. Yes, the uh, the British Library. Oh, um, oh yeah. It was called Revolution, and it was all about the Russian Revolution. And I went, I, I might be the only person who went there directly from Sunday Brunch. Oh, the TV show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I did Sunday Brunch and then got a car to um, the Revolution exhibition. <laughs> and, you know, I, I was I in love the car. it when you told the, research, the, the researcher that you were near. Where are you getting your car to then? Most people going off to some private members club, not Frank. No. <laughs> so it was out of the frying pan, into the... Eight twelve fifteen. <laughs> Complete that pod. What would it be if you were going from Sunday brunch yeah. to an exhibition at the British Library about the <laughs> Russian Revolution out of the frying pan into the... Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> tricky. Kind of tricky, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of tough, ain't it, Sheriff? <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I don't know why I, don't know why I did that. Okay. So anyway, so I have some sympathy with... Um, um, Seagal's Russian move. Yeah. Mm. Okay, we've established that. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our little show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter <laughs> at Frank on the radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Hi there. Uh, We've been talking about Stephen Seagal this morning, Mm. but attention must be paid to another Stephen, in other hot Stephen news. Yeah. Stephen Spielberg this week. Did either of you see this? He has admitted he doesn't watch his own movies. He in a rather brilliant way he confessed it. He said Seagal would never (laughs) (laughs) would never admit surely doesn't watch anything else. Can you imagine going round to his house for dinner? We're yeah. just going to watch some of Red Dragon 4. Did we establish from any of our readers whether he has risked his life for the American flag? And, um, and someone said Navy Seals, Al. I still was, think that's a film. 
But then film again, or reality? No, I think in a film, we accept. We accepted it in a film. <laughs> I think Stephen Seagal might think he was a Navy SEAL, but it was just a six-month project he that thought, he was involved in. He thought he was a SEAL by the size of it. <laughs> a walrus, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, yeah, Steven Spielberg. He loves SEALs. He'll, he'll take his applause where he can get it. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Spielberg has said that he doesn't watch his own movies. He, he, he what is it? He doesn't he dwell. He said it in a great way, Ali. Went, I don't dwell. I love that. Oh, that's good. Come on, that's cool. That is forward focus. Interesting he... for a man who's because Spielberg, I believe, is German. <laughs> Spielberg. Why are you yeah. saying it like that? You're making him sound like a sort of nutty professor. Well, Steven it, Spielberg. I'm doing a, a slight um, Steven Seagal. <laughs> Um, Steven Spielberg is... It sound like a psychiatrist in a Disney no, film. No, I'm making a German point, because Spielberg <laughs> like me- means play, play town. Does it? Yeah. Does it? Oh. So he should... Why hasn't he opened the theme park? <laughs> well, that's a good Absolutely. point. He's done all right for himself. Jurassic. Know, but, but you'd want to go to Spielberg, wouldn't you, to play? <laughs> Frank, if you meet him, you can't call him Spielberg. I bet he can. <laughs> I've sort of met him. He, Shut he up. Was, he was in Madame Tussauds. Oh. I was there the other week. Madame, Madame Tussauds caused, called that, of course, because of her distinctive fencing style. <laughs> um, I think it should be Tussauds, but on this show now, I feel I have to say Tussauds. Oh, but, considering you say Spielberg. But I think that the Spielberg... Um, <laughs> Dummy. Do you call them dummies at um, Waxworks? Seems a bit the Waxworks. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it might be the best in the whole place. It's really? So realistic. He's not that current now, but still in there. And I no. think he's been left because it's such a good one. I mean, really? it's, if you had your photo with the waxwork of, of uh, Steven Spielberg <laughs> yeah. in Madame Tussauds. Um, I, d- I think you could say to people, this is when I met Steven Spielberg, and they wouldn't question it for a second. Frank, with those pronunciations, tiptoe through the tulips. I mean, oh, I loved it. And so, the other thing, can I say? You can. I reckon if you took the glasses and cap off it, mm. it wouldn't be a bad you Hefner. So oh, just okay. like for this week, it could, they could oh, do the topical. Right, yeah. Give okay. it a shave. Yeah. yeah. These oh, we I have, have loved. You, on the subject of um, the demise of... Hugh Hefner, who I have to say, I know he had his faults, but me and Kat loved the TV show with the three girls. Mm. Loved I, it. He loved a dressing Based gown. on your adoration for uh, Soviet Russia, I don't think mm. things having faults is something that puts you off adoring them. <laughs> no, no, I think, I, I think what, what's and all, that's we've what already, I like. We've already covered Idi Armin and Russia. <laughs> I never said I liked Idi Armin. <laughs> Robert Mugabe. No, I remember me and a mate in Birmingham having a long conversation with whether his mother called him Edward. <laughs> Um, and disapproved of that. We used to do a joke. Do you ever used to do that joke when you was at school? You say, how, how do you say, how does it do Armin uh, spell his... I'll, t- I'll do it with you, right? OK. How does it do Armin spell his first name? I-D-E. E. No. No, I-D-I. I-D-I. You needed Heidi High to be on the show. Yeah, yeah. On, well, you needed a telly. lot happening at the you time. You needed Idi Armin in the news. And also high. a stooge to be able to spell the name properly. Yeah, and the fact that you guys couldn't spell the Idi. Kids, don't try that in 2017. It's been a long time. Speaking of the, uh, the death of Hef, yes. I, um, oh, great. I, Which we are now, apparently. I walked past, <laughs> I walked in, when I'm on my way to the opera the other night, I walked past Stringfellows. 
Which obviously... Oh, this is an anecdote from 1962. <laughs> no, but Stringfellows string wouldn't... It wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Hefner, let's face it. I mean, he was the great... He was the centre of all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was very moving. A lot, um, All of the customers were at half-mast. Oh, <laughs> God. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. There is one uh, Steven Spielberg <laughs> yeah. film that he does watch that he... Uh, he 1941. He... What? No, that's that's what I thought he probably doesn't watch. Yeah. He, uh, <clears throat> he watches E.T. with grandchildren and talks them through it. He, he says, he tells them it. he doesn't really die. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he should work at Luton Airport. <laughs> Spielberg on the security spoiling all the excitement. <laughs> did think that when he said he tells them it's okay he doesn't really die and then he says it's only scary for a little while and then you grow to love him which is what people have said about working with me (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is it is ruining the movie for these children if I want the director's commentary I'll click on it I don't want it coming from (laughs) grandpa (laughs) if you were Steven Spielberg's grandchild you would probably do that and point the remote at him see I only ever watch it with um, the Waxwork. That's that's the right. Secret. That's a good rule. Do you think that though with these films, like you know, do would you say to your children, "Oh, it's okay"? I wouldn't say, "Oh, oh come on." <laughs> <laughs> would you say, "It's okay, he doesn't die," or do you know what I mean? In a film, say if I was watching Mommy on the Orient Express with mm. Boz, mm. right? I wouldn't say to him, "Oh." um, don't worry, the doctor sorts it. The doctor doesn't get killed by the mummy. I mean, he, it's he all gone probably... to Steven Seagal watching his own stuff all the time, <laughs> making everyone watch it. He could probably <laughs> guess that. Yeah, but I don't actually think <laughs> that I was the chief engineer on the Orient Express in space. <laughs> I'm not claiming that. <laughs> I mean, to get to that. But it was, it, was, it was lax of Piers Morgan not to say. How, how do you mean? Yeah, yes. Um, that you've died for the flag. Risked your yeah. life many times. You know, it's the, um, it's the my wife knows where I work approach. <laughs> <laughs> so, hold, hold on. Oh, whoa, whoa. What do you mean you've risked your life for the flag many times? Well, you would have said that, wouldn't you? I must say, we've had various examples of uh, airport security being humourless and a few saying, hey, it's not that bad. Well, um 539 said, I work in airport security. I can say we do have a sense of humour. We yes. just get sick of hearing the same jokes over and over. OK. OK. I mean, right. It's, it's not a good funny, job he doesn't it? work in Gdansk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't... I mean, I, I don't think it was it was the joke thing. I mean, it was just... No. Mm, OK. Well, Calm like down, that. everyone. OK. Hey, listen to this, 894. You'll love this, Frank. Frank is absolutely right. I like... Forget it. I, I don't need the rest. <laughs> in Go his on. pronunciation this morning, I did a German degree. Thank oh. you. Oh, come Thank on. Thank you. Yep. Danke schön. <laughs> das ist sehr gut. Um, Ach du lieber Gott, mein Bein ist gebrochen. Oh. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah. It's a bit, it's a bit sore, but I'm, I'm soldiering <laughs> off. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. With the... We've had a couple of emails during the week, Frank, uh, offering you what I like to call the correctione. Oh, I wonder what that was going to be. <clears throat> yeah. I'm afraid 
when you were speaking about how you went on a little camping trip last week... Oh, yes. You repeatedly called um, guy ropes guide ropes. Oh. Well, I think guy ropes is a bit sexist. I wonder what this was a reference no, to. No, I didn't, I didn't know. They were, is that what they're called, guy ropes? Mm. I think they're called guy ropes, um, as emailed That's... by about 4,000 people. See, that means, but... it means yeah. something completely different in the SNM community. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adam in Mallorca has said, Hi, Frank, the correct term for this piece of rope is guy rope. It is derived from a nautical term, also known as a guide wire, guy cable, guy strand and guy anchors. People also mistakenly call it guide wire, the name guy wire is derived from the term guy, defined as rope, cord or cable used to steady guide or secure something. Guy wire is a tensioned cable that is both <sighs> lightweight and strong. Okay. I feel like we've really cleared that up. In that That's... case, it sounds like I'm on the nautical step. <laughs> Very oh, good. Lovely. Very good. I mean, from... From disaster comes triumph. Exactly, yeah. rising from the ashes. Very good. I love a tension cable. I mean, that, that's what a, Vince should have called his son. There was a tension yeah. cable in yeah. the air when Frank was being corrected <laughs> and then he managed to... He always pulls so it back guide, up. guy, guy. Oh, right. How do you spell it? G-U-Y? G-U-Y, yeah. OK. Yeah. I'll think that How it's... How else? I'll, I'll, in my mind, it'll be a tribute to the uh, Roman Catholic uh, dissident Guy Fawkes. If you want. Okay. Some strange shout-out I mean, on commercial radio. I mean, you'll be going from being wrong to <laughs> being wrong in a different way, but fine. Do you know Guy Fawkes? No, but thanks. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so... Um... Oh, my goodness. No, he's a king gardener. <laughs> Any, have you heard anything else from the outside world? Or is it... Oh, oh yeah. I'll tell, yeah. tell you what those people all deserve. No. Correctione, correctione, ole, ole, ole. So respect. I mean, I personally received a correctione direct to me when um, I I said last week that I thought the phrase "back to square one" was about football reporting, yeah. and apparently it's board games. See, I did. Oh, I did, I did, like uh, uh, in a sort of Ludo <coughs> Kennedy way, something yes. like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Snake and snakes and ladders. Snake and ladders. I snakes call it. and ladders is actually part of the Gary Barlow family crest. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, based on his uh, up-down career. <laughs> uh, we've, we've also had a text Extraordinary from, material. We've had a text from Andy Lloyd. Um, earlier on, we were discussing Esperanto. Yeah, right. you heard. Yeah, of yeah we she, were. Was, she was great on That's Life. <laughs> uh, news about Esperanto. The Esperanto Association of Britain, brackets, no mention of the word great... I can imagine okay. that room, Al. I bet there's a lot of smoking well, and a really big old telephone. The Esperanto <laughs> Association of Britain is based near Stoke-on-Trent. Oh, yeah. OK. That probably explains a lot. Cheers, says Andy Lloyd. And they say, can someone... What should we have for lunch? We have some glasses of milk with ice in it and some white bread. Ooh. Well, I'm I, just I saying like they're a bit old school. No, I but milk. I want to bring it back. When I was in Poland, it did make me think, wouldn't it be brilliant if we had Esperanto to our fingertips, all of us, we could just properly chat? be great, wouldn't it? I don't know why they knocked it on the head. Frank, 320. Three two zero says airport security asked me if I packed my own bags. I said, "Don't be silly, I'm married." Wait. I was marched through the airport oh. with my wife and two kids to be searched. searched. So there you go. I don't think don't that, make those silly jokes. I think that serves him right for having the learned helplessness of, <laughs> of not being able to pack his own bags. Yeah, but I like his his, re, his retro sort of uh, yeah married man joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, out of the frying pan into the firing squad is a suggestion. I for... think that's good for the Russian. That was a, my trip from Sunday brunch to a Russian Revolution <laughs> exhibition. I think that's good. Yeah. Out of the yeah. frying pan into the firing squad. Excellent work. They yeah. continue with a little bit of political correctness worrying, but I don't think you need to. I think no, it's Russian fine. Revolution. I, I mean, you fine. know, we're not saying it generally about the Russians. We're saying about that incident, that um, uh, period. The very idea. I mean, even if we were, would it be that bad? Well, is any of it that bad? Eight, twelve, fifteen. Oh no! Don't. Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. There are a few dramas on the trains this week. I mean, that sounds quite boring mm. as a topic for discussion. However, bear with me. <laughs> Because this passenger, I believe he was an antique stealer, 49, not bad looking actually. Anyway, we'll come back to that. Mm. He put his feet on the seat in front of him. Naked feet. His feet or a pair of uh, elephant's feet umbrella stands. (laughs) He was taken to uh, a fair in Newmarket. That would be his spirited defence. They're weird elephant's feet because they don't have, you know, they, they just go straight down. No ankle. It's not a problem no. for us, though, because we don't mm. encounter them that often. I know, but... Um, oh, I see what you mean. There's no... Ra- there's no... There's no curve yeah. for it. They just go <laughs> down straight. I mean, what they're thinking of. I mean, I don't have an, I don't have an umbrella. Well, I worry you. that's what Steven Seagal's feet are like well, these I, days, Frank. <laughs> I, I started... When I, I, I started my own business in the 70s, and it was... Uh, of course you did. Elephant <laughs> ankle bracelets. It was a right. complete flop. <laughs> Couldn't keep them on. They just found them all over the... Anyway. Well, you say that this character, what part of his excuse, because he got in terrible hot water for this, hmm. and he said, it, I have very... By the look of his <laughs> feet, he, he could do it getting into hot water. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shrek's grandfather. He said, uh, I have very swollen feet and a swollen oh. stomach. So Ooh. I Did have... he? Yes. What? He said, so I have to put my feet up on the seat in front. Two out of three ain't bad, as uh, <laughs> I think Meatloaf said. <laughs> so, what happened? It's, there was a, another a fellow commuter who got very upset. Well, he took mm-hmm. his shoes and socks off yeah. and put them on the feet. I mean, yeah. you could... On the seat. On the seat, yeah. You could say at least he didn't put his shoes on the seat, I suppose. Mm. Although some say it's worse. This other commuter was really upset. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, he sort of laid into him and took a photo and all this kind of stuff. And and apparently it's emerged that there's a law from 1889 that forbids you putting your feet on the seat in front well, of that, you. Well, I mean, that's a good thing. Okay. I mean, really? laws from 1889, this is going to play really well on absolute 80s <laughs> when it goes out in an hour's time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I liked his defence, the man with the uh, Shrek's grandfather, swollen feet. He said, I'm an antique dealer. He said, I mean, I've appeared on Dickinson's Real Deal. Oh, OK. As part of his defence that he was a, a regular law-abiding human being. I yeah. also read that he said, I can do what I want. Yeah, <laughs> now that's it. And I thought, yeah, but make what you want something better <laughs> rather than just taking your shoes and socks off and putting them up on a train seat. No, like, but that was the moment for me. I could forgive him putting his bare feet on the seat, but whenever anyone says I can do what I want, yeah. I just mm. think that's when you wish you'd got the three-drug cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that escalated. Yeah. And, 
I like the man that objected, who said he thought well, what we should say happened is what the commuter did is he took his shoe and threw it onto the platform as Brilliant. revenge. I mean, that is great. And when he was talking to the press about it, he said, excuse my swearing, but I'm retired, I get a free pass. Excellent. <laughs> Oh, You've okay. got that pass as well, haven't you? I yeah. suppose I have, yeah. But you I couldn't. It. I wouldn't have shouted. I, I, no platforming. Would you have right. thrown? Would you That's have thrown the shoe onto the platform? No. Why? I, well, I'd have already um, applied the uh, lethal <laughs> injection, so it wouldn't yeah. be a problem anymore. He'd be in the bin. No, I, I just don't, I can't cope with people saying I can do what I like. I just think if we all that's if we all said that there'd be no civilization. You can see why yeah. the big collared people move to the east to get away from all mm-hmm. that. That'd yeah. be a good text. Who's going to move to Russia next? <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen. Who's going to be the next one for the citizenship? Harry Hill. Big collar. No, it's got to be someone. Yeah. He's got the collar out. It's got to be someone. Else. Yeah, Churchill from the insurance ads. Yes. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> duh. Oh, duh. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, who could you see? In, uh, you've got a picture of a bar in St. Petersburg. Okay. And there's at a table, there's yeah. Spielberg and a Depardieu. Yeah. Who is in the... No, Seagal Sig- and oh, sorry. Depardieu. Who did I say? Don't drag Spielberg, Spielberg. Oh, sorry. Spielberg. No, no. He's busy running his fun no. park. He's kept his side of the street clean. That's another town in Russia. Yeah. So we've got Depardieu. Depardieu. We've got Seagal. Seagal sitting at a table in... in Who's number three? Who's... Eight, twelve, fifteen. Robbie Savage. No, he doesn't fit No, that. he's too thin. He needs to <laughs> look thin. like... He's got to look Diego like a... Diego Maradona. Oh, there yes, you go. Oh, come in a shell suit. Come on. Absolute... Absolute Absolute. Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So we were talking uh, about Steven Seagal. We were talking. And about people that we thought might look like potential, I'm going to call them reverse defectors. Yeah, the next celebrity to take Russian citizenship. Frank had Diego Maradona, which I like because people always use the first name with Maradona as well. He's very much, you'd never say Maradona. And Daisy... The producer came up with a good one, Frank. Oh, that was brilliant. Daisy said, "Mickey Rourke." <laughs> Come on! Oh man, he's got he's got he's got one foot in the Kremlin. Yeah, <laughs> that would and be the other, and, Yeah, and one hand in the Kremlin. I wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an unlikely British um, one. What about Razor Ruddock? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Thank you. Three and both of them. <laughs> Oh man! Sorry, and both of them as he been out Sorry. there. <laughs> Sorry, and both of them. He certainly commanded the cricket pitch, didn't he? Nine one zero has texted in suggesting Lou Ferrigno, the Hulk from oh, the seventies TV yes. series. Where is he still working, Ferrigno? Oh, I've done a Piers Morgan. <laughs> oh yeah, I got a film coming out uh, called Corrosion, <laughs> which we met in Singapore. It's one of the best films I've ever done. Do you think in every film he still has to wear the frayed jeans? No, I don't think oh, so. I hope not. It's undignified no. if he's playing a lawyer or something. I yeah, don't think he's... Point. He's not green anymore. For <laughs> no. For, for Greeno, that's what he changed his name to, my deep pal, in case <laughs> for people <green>. forgot. <laughs> The thing he that was always talked about. doing a lot of sweet corn work. The, the, thing that, <laughs> the thing that was always talked about was how long he spent in makeup. Like it was seven hours oh, to yeah, paint. They loved, him they green. loved those. Well, of things. course there was. It was a big Lo- unit. Hours spent in makeup is a stat, isn't it? <laughs> you know, he yeah. spent seven hours a day. I in know they used to do that. Or Dustin Hoffman in. Uh, yeah. What was he called when he plays a very old Native American? 
Um, Dustin Hoffman? Oh, well, anyway, he was, they always she said... Was oh, not oh. 25 hours a day in the mm-hmm. uh, makeup chair. It was all that oh, sort okay. of thing. I went to the Arsenal... Oh, on, um, oh, lovely. On Monday. For the West Brom game? It, well, yeah, I wouldn't mm. go there. So. Oh, OK. Yeah, it's, it's an... Calm down, dear. Just as a sightseer. Mm. I tell you, I, I, was, I was in the hospitality section, which was... Of course you were. Very nice. Oh, I've been there. It's quite something, isn't buffet. it? Buffet. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. You know, I did the classic buffet. I had chicken and lamb. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm. Oh, chirp and turf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do they chirp? You on the Atkins? Yeah. Pretty pale. Oh, we had all this stuff as well. Oh, yeah. You know, when right. you think, you, know, you never do that at home. You'll have a bit no. of beef and some salmon. <laughs> no. You mix everything. Yeah, they haven't got any haggis. So let down. No. It's a shame, isn't it? But, um, I, but get this. I, mm. I was not only in the hospitality section, so I was having a meal before the game. Lovely. But I'd been, the tickets had been given to me by my financial advisor. Excellent. I mean. Oh, well, he's got a lot to make up for over the years. Yes, let's be honest. I used to live in a council house, and now, yeah, exactly. There is a I mean, new one. I think he's you'll a, call I this got, atonement. I this got period. Rid, I got rid of that one. Oh, good. <laughs> he went with a lot of my money. Uh, no, yeah. So he was uh, lovely, though. Lovely, nice. Was. But it's not very. Oh, Jeremy Corbyn. Let's face it. No. Yeah. It's more. Oh, Jeremy Irons. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my bracelet outside my black polo neck, but uh, Irons couldn't go. He's to Russia. Too no, slender. he's too slim. Too slender. He's too slender. So you'd have to go to Japan. That's I'll tell you what, what give I him see. a few years, Timothy Spall. Someone has suggested, he's got it in him, Spall. Someone yeah. has suggested Sean Penn, which I think is a good shout. Oh, yeah, that is a good yeah. shout. So anyway, I'll tell you what they've got in the hospitality. Yeah. Um, they've got a Arsene Wenger beaded curtain. No. Yeah. Oh, lovely. So a metallic beaded curtain, the light which separates the um, takeaway, the Chinese takeaway yeah. from like the living all quarters, hours, one yeah. of those, yeah. But uh, with with Arsene Wenger's picture on it. A likeness of Wenger. And I thought, you know, the Wenger out campaign, you could have had a Wenger out and a Wenger in. <laughs> <laughs> on the thing, but it was it was a lovely, lovely night, I must say. We was robbed. You but were. there you go. Um, anyway. Was that in between the ground on the way to the car? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, Do- dodgy pen. Oh, was it? Well, yes, we said he might yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I once met a waitress in... Oh, never mind. OK. Um, I'll tell you after. Uh, and thank you so much for listening today. It's been um, a joy as ever. And uh, could you um, bring on the feathers? You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.